0: Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am positively thankful Chenny John gave us tickets to the game.
1: Oh, man, what a Chuck great Munkler, time. Chuck I guess I should say that. Uh, uh, shout out Chenny John. Shout out to Chenny yeah, John. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, we are Locked on Clippers, a couple of best friends,
0: and Clipper Credential Media folks who bring you Locked on Clippers... When? Five days a week, Monday through Friday, seven in the morning, kill some windshield time, make us your first listen, and let's dive into what... Truly, could not have been a better way to enter the All Star break for the Clippers.
1: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> just, just a solid, solid win. Shellacking. Uh, Clips, one forty two to one eleven over the Rockets. Lot to like in that one, so we'll be talking about what we liked. Was a couple of things that we didn't like. Sure. And then in segment two, look, it's Friday. Every single Friday, we love to talk <laughs> about the Pacific Division. Most Fridays, people keep. <laughs> Keep, people keep asking us about what's going on in the Pacific Division. Well, can you please lights. Can you please tell us more? <laughs> and anyways, today we got for you the best three-point shooters, Pacific Division wow. edition. Wow. We're going to take a look at some of the best individual shooters as well as some of the best shooting lineups in the Pacific Division. And then in shavings, which is just kind of where we wrap up everything else, we're going to talk about the Clippers store and just a massive screw-up by them. Just bad. Having to return, a, a, like give refunds on a bunch of orders. Uh, And also, we talked about the Luke Kennard betting line. Y'all should have put your bets in when we talked about it. We tried to put money down, (laughs) and the bet didn't go through. And I'm upset because we would be up a lot of dollars. Oh, yeah. Uh, And it's also Friday, so we have a love-marry quarantine for you. Basically, every single week, we're ranking something arbitrarily related to the Clippers. And we're either loving it, which means, hey, I like that. We're marrying it, which means give it to me for life. Or we're quarantining it, which means get it the heck away from us. So all that and more coming up. Right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily
0: Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, so the Clippers dispatched of the uh, worst team in the league, Houston Rockets, 142-111 at Staples. Um, I mean, I don't know. This game, it was funny. It started a little almost dicey. Like, it almost felt like the Rockets were going to be able to maybe make some noise or something with what our paint defense was looking like. And we weathered that storm, which was great. There was a bunch to like in this one. Will, what did you like in this? Well, wait, hold on. Sorry. I got to start with one thing that everyone had to have liked in this one. And that is Patrick Beverly sitting courtside wearing an Avica Zubats jersey that seemingly seemed like a team-issued game jersey because it was gigantic on him.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That that was great. I, I think the other thing you have to love from this one is Luke Kennard. Uh, look, he they made a conscious effort to feed him at the three point line. Uh, it's also clear that his practice, whatever practice he's been doing for the for the three point competition, is paying off in spades. He took six threes, he made six threes rather in the second quarter. He ended with 25 points, eight of nine from three. Uh, Post game, he said that when Kawhi, PG, and Norm get back, he's either going to be wide open or provide spacing for them.
0: Oh, yes, please. Which, yeah, could, could not be it. true.
1: Could <laughs> not be true. We keep ta- kind of talking about these, the, a lot of these guys, uh, these rotation guys, and sort of you know the pros and cons, the trials and tribulations that they've had through this season. But I think the biggest takeaway is like we know what these players can look like without two All-Stars on the floor. Yeah. You add that in there, that's a dangerous mix for other teams. It
0: absolutely Absolutely. is. Also, one more note on the Bev courtside thing we're in the Zoo jersey. Zoo said post-game that he and Bev talk every day after game. Which,
1: you talk about a a great great vet. You talk about a great vet.
0: Specifically for Zoo, a guy who sometimes Clippers fans have thought you should show maybe some more aggression, some more assertiveness. There's no one better to be getting advice from for that than Patrick Beverly uh Marcus Morris had 27 points on 54% shooting some of these were easy some of these were tough shot making which I think kind of helped stifle the the Rockets hope in the beginning of this one yeah um it's just good to see him you know he, he was making things happen out there it was a good time
1: oh yeah absolutely I I think that look Morris has had some struggles this season with his health and certainly like defensively, we, we haven't necessarily always seen his best movement, best movement or effort. But uh, this is still a guy who is, I mean, essential to the Clippers winning with what they have now. And yeah. just another one of those great pieces when this team is like back to full health.
0: It's the same thing with Reggie, right? So like Reggie tonight had 10 assists in the first half. He ended with 14. He had 12 points on inefficient shooting, but who really cares in a game like this? Morris and Reggie were never supposed to be even like the second or third options on this team. So when you get vaulted into this kind of spotlight due to injury and things like that, like your flaws are going to be a little more out there. And it's just like, you just have to live with it with this current iteration of the Clippers.
1: Something I will live with. Great Terrence night tonight. 20-8 and for the young man. Love it. Yeah. Look, Terrence has been on a hot streak over these last few games. He's looked a lot better. He's been a lot more decisive. Um,
0: He took a corner three or something just with no hesitation. Yes. And I was like, this was great because I I would be happy if I never see another Terrence turnaround jumper again. I think (laughs) it was – I believe
1: it was a second field goal attempt of the game because the first one was like one of those dicey kind of turnaround jumpers that like –
0: doesn't don't need to be there.
1: It just isn't a shot that I like for Terrence, and I admit that this is a contradiction from what I said in like the preseason when sure. we were seeing those shots fall. Now we've we we're seen, also high
0: off the playoffs at that
1: point. Yeah. Yes, we've also seen a large enough sample size to know that that is not a good shot for Terrence. There <laughs> yeah. are other guys on this team who can put away that shot, uh, but I believe the second uh, field goal attempt of the night for him was just a corner three, no hesitation, great pass, just put it up. Good That's times.
0: Right. Um, Amir and Hart both had 13 points. Uh, Hartenstein finished with eight boards, three steals, and five blocks, according to stats.nba.com. That's nice. Sure. That's Get it nice. against Rockets. I don't care. Uh, Ty Liu also <laughs> Ty Lue won a challenge when the Clippers were up 20. Which if you he rem- was right to challenge. Which if you remember the finals, right score. Challenge. they
1: overturned the ruling <laughs> on the floor pretty quickly.
0: We won by 31. We were up 20 at this point. We were almost up 40 at this point. I don't know. You know what I say? Spread it on. Someone said he was coaching for the full 48, and I <laughs> cannot agree more. This is it's funny because it was just clearly out of bounds on a Rockets player, and it happened right in front of the refs and Tyloo, and they called it Rockets Ball. And he was like, No, I'm challenging this. Tyloo put the refs in their place. <laughs> with this challenge. And, like, they knew it because it was confirmed. Like, it was good to see. It was a quick turnover, too. Like, they didn't have oh, to look yeah. at it. They, like, they didn't have to look
1: at it for too long.
0: Um, We have to talk about what we didn't like. And I'm going to be honest. The number one thing I didn't like, and I don't usually say things like this, watching the Rockets. Okay, sucks. so
1: I, I got to disagree with you a little bit there because I think that Jalen Green and Jay Shantae are exciting players. I'm sure. I'm not they're, saying they're not. They're, like, they're clearly you know, fluent NBA scorers. Sure. You get one, one competent defender. No, I'm not maybe saying two. Uh, and this team, sure. you know, is, is in a play in is, is, you know, is fighting for a
0: play in. Sure. I'll give you that for the future, but right now. So like we talked about it in the pregame, how like, oh, like their, their shot profile on paper, a lot of threes, a lot of threes, a lot of, of shots, a lot rim. of shots at the rim. But a lot of these threes are just chucked up there. Yeah, and and they did
1: end up taking more three point attempts than us in this one. But you know they shot thirty five percent, we <laughs> shot fifty one percent.
0: Yeah. So I mean that that was kind of rough. I mean uh, Hood and Ojale managed nine minutes in this one and sh- showed nothing. Yeah, you know. So it just kind of remains to like why are they on the team? Robert Flam has an interesting theory that the only reason Ojale is still on the team. It's because he and John Collins share an agent. <laughs> the Clippers are trying to get. James All right, home. I'm not mad
1: right. at this idea, man. The Clippers contingent loves this John Collins idea. Yeah,
0: which I just don't. I don't see it.
1: I don't see how we can make it happen. That's
0: what I mean. Um, Unless
1: he like walks in free agency or something,
0: and then which finally, I like I guess I wish Batum would have like gotten more shots. Like he went one of three. There's just not a lot to dislike about this game. We won boards. 60 to 39, we won turnovers, we won assists, we won steals, we won blocks, we won fouls. Like, I'm not sure there's a better way to go into the All-Star break after playing our 61st game than this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, couldn't agree more. It, you know, everything kind of went our way, and this was a game that I think if you listen to this game preview, you know, we did have our concerns about because... You
0: know, it could have like gone it. either way it's the right before the all-star break they almost beat the suns the night before like it's a we know what that weird stuff can happen weird stuff can happen and just like you know th- this team we do know what the identity of
1: this team is and it is a team that will not quit but sometimes we wait a little bit too long against you know a quote-unquote inferior team to, to lock see, it in. to see the do not quit
0: yeah 100 percent Great way to end the All-Star break. Coming up, we're talking the best shooters in the pack. div from 3. But first, got to give a shout-out to BetOnline.net, which is going to add women's flag football soon. Okay. I am so down now for it. we're talking. I am 100% down. Show me some lines. Yes. Give me those lines right now. Um, BetOnline offers you know scored totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land the number one spot for all things betting in 2022 and it's not just football thankfully because it's over BetOnline.net has basketball hockey boxing and ufc odds coverage the best in the business from sports right down to your favorite vegas casino games bet online is your number one wagering destination bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games bet online where the game starts All right.
1: So we're talking Pacific Division. We like to do that every single Friday here at Locked on Clips. Yeah. And in honor of Luke Kennard, I feel like we got to take a look, a little bit of a deep dive, if you will, on the best shooters and the best shooting teams in the Pacific Division. All right. Should we start with
0: the Clippers first?
1: Are they the best team?
0: Yeah. Let's let,
1: let let's <laughs> stab first, we'll rank later. All let's right. Let's yeah. go.
0: Dig into it. So clippers, the best individual sh- individual shooter. I mean come on. I don't come. Come on. on.
1: Come, are we come on.
0: Come on. Um Kennard, 43 percent on 6.1 attempts per game. Should be more. Should be more. Marcus Morris, 38% on five and a half. Nothing to sneeze at there. Uh Nick Batum, 42% on just under five. I'm surprised that his attempts are as close to like. To, to Marcus as Morris, as they are. Yeah, well, he lives on that mid range. Just because
1: it's like sometimes, you know, we see games from Batum where it's, you know, he only gets like two, three
0: points. Yeah. And then Norm Powell, 43% on 4.7, very small sample size. So for best shooting lineup, I tried to look this up, but yeah. because there's been so much lineup fluctuation, and which th- is a theme for this specific division. And, and I want to <laughs> precurse
1: this too. Like when we're talking about these best shooting lineups, we took these instead of overall season team stats because this is a little bit more accurate of where teams are in the moment Yeah. so we tried to look at lineups where there was a minimum of five games <laughs> and a minimum of five minutes per game and Ugh. right now like with
0: tough to do with this clips team yeah
1: with, with the clippers post trade deadline that's a little bit difficult to do there's one other team that's in the same scenario but we'll get to that
0: later yeah another
1: great shooting team you may have heard of in the pacific Ocean. Golden State Warriors.
0: Wait, we got, I got to say what the best shooting lineup right now is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's so funny. The lineup of Eric Bledsoe, Luke Kennard, Brandon Boston Jr., Terrence Mann, Isaiah Hartenstein in 64 total minutes, which I will let you know is the third most played lineup in total minutes. That's insane. For this Clippers team, 46% from three. Most of this is due to that comeback against the Wizards. Uh, but I think what this means. Or what this tells me is there's been so many lineups, I'm not sure we can actually say what lineup has been the best, but it's whatever lineup Luke Kennard is in. Like, yeah, he's, I, he's the glue for the shooting.
1: I mean, if you're a fan of the Clippers, if you listen to this podcast, you know we talk about how Luke Kennard, I, there's not a lineup that you could throw out to me that Luke Kennard could not improve offensively. Yeah, 100%. Period. Uh, all right, so getting back to the Warriors uh, for as far as best individual shooters in terms of numbers, this is not legacy. This is not all time. It's this, <laughs> I love this gavin. This season. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh so you got Wiggins, uh, who's knocking down just under six three-point attempts per game, 41%. Otto Porter Jr., right up there, about four attempts per game from three, 37%. And then I mean a little guy, you might have heard of him. Sure. Seth Curry, uh, who is taking. 12 three point attempts per game, which blows my mind. Is that it?
0: That's got to be a career high per game. And hitting them at a 38% clip. So it's Steph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that's got to be close to a career. He's taking a Did lot I say of Seth? Things. You said Seth.
1: Well, he's the better career. <laughs> sure. Uh, For the Warriors, yeah. it's Steph.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think Steph is, is, is clearly the, I mean, other, him and Luke Kennard, I'd love to see have a three point contest. That's a good time. Yes, definitely.
1: So, looking at some of these best shooting lineups for the Warriors, you know, a team that um, has actually, like, aside from injuries, you know, yeah, not had a lot of roster sure. flux for sure. Uh, their best shooting lineup is uh, Steph, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney, and Jordan Peele. That lineup, Poole. Jordan th-
0: Pool. <laughs> Not peel. <laughs> man. I am
1: screwing this up. Well, we
0: went to the game, and you know how it goes when you go to the game. Have some uh, any, fun anyways, times. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jordan Pool. Uh, who whom I whom I love. I yeah. I love that the Warriors have elite developed filmmaker, this elite shot maker. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, that that lineup uh, is averaging about nine three point attempts per game, knocking those down at a thirty eight percent clip. Damn. That is all coming in twelve minutes a game. That's so their average. That's legitimately like, legitimately. They're terrible. approaching a three per minute. Uh, and that is through a nearly thirty-game sample size. So large sample size there, wow. large amount of minutes per game. Uh, I think that that is a lineup. Once Draymond Green is healthy, you will be seen in the playoffs. Of, you will oh, be seen in the 100%. playoffs. You will be seen yep. closing. You will be seen when they need some offense. Um, next up is uh, Steph Curry, Clay, of course, sure. Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney, and Kaminga. Actually, uh, and that lineup is averaging about eight three-point attempts per uh per run you sure about 33 on those so a little bit of a drop off but okay. not bad and that uh that unit has played a smaller sample size only five games so far now some of that is you know due to clay's availability but that lineup is playing around 12 minutes a game so once again eight three-point attempts per game in 12 minutes knocking them down in a 33 percent clip not bad offense as far as things are concerned that's still that first
0: yeah, lineup is terrifying yeah bro. that's oh. gonna be that's gonna be really fun to watch in the playoffs and then it's sometimes kind of rough
1: yeah yeah definitely jordan jordan bull's development is is solid
0: uh all right and then let's look at the Suns'
1: best individual shooter for the Suns. this one they got a lot of guys this one is a guy that up. i've talked about on this podcast a lot but i feel like it's maybe a little bit overlooked in the scheme of media and players but the main media it's, it's cam johnson uh, okay, and, and he's shooting forty three percent on nearly six three point attempts per game. That's not season. Yeah, not a small sample size. Very respectable percentage, and like this is the second year in a row, or like that he's been forty percent plus. Like yeah. this isn't like a you know, uh, this isn't a blip. Devin Booker, you got it thirty seven percent. He's taking seven three point attempts per game, so you know that volume is very high. Sub forty percent, but still with that volume, kind of evens out a little bit. And then Mikael Bridges uh, is shooting about four three-point attempts per game, knocking those down also at a thirty-seven percent clip.
0: What's weird about Bridges is last season was it the bubble season? All this kind of runs together for me, but he was not shooting as much in the playoffs from deep, and it was kind of confusing because he's a legitimately good shooter. Oh yeah, and he has been
1: like coming like since college. He was like, like yeah. I
0: mean, he's like a prototypical like three
1: and D wing. Yeah. Uh, so. Looking at their best shooting lineups for the Suns, uh, look, they have some injury stuff going on too. And sure. once again, this is minimum five games, minimum five minutes per game. Their best shooting lineup has been a mixture of Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and Bismack Biombo. Of course. Uh, Who do you think of
0: when you think of the best shooting lineup on a team than Bismack Biambo? Uh, And that lineup is shooting 40% on five three-point
1: attempts per game, around just under nine minutes per game uh so not quite as high sure. attempts as that warriors thing but very efficient uh and they've played about 10 games together i believe biamba was out of the lineup as of late due to some injury stuff i cannot exactly remember at this moment all right so looking at the lakers best individual <laughs> oh, shooters man. <laughs> man so this one is uh is kind of interesting uh you got malik monk who's knocking down 5.6 three-point attempts per game, shooting at a 40%
0: clip. Legitimate shooter right there. Oh, absolutely. Legitimate Dude, Malik
1: Monk right has there. added that to his game. Yeah, like, he's he's a legit shooter. Kamalo Anthony is shooting about six three-point attempts per game, knocking those down at a 39% Also clip. pretty good. I mean, he's worked on his shooting, you know, like, he has accepted the role of, you know, like, how his contribution to a team has has had to change. Very political way uh, to say that. You're totally right. Yeah. Wayne Ellington is knocking down around he's taking about five three point attempts per game, knocking him down at a thirty eight percent. This clip. is so
0: wild to me because you think of the Lakers and you're like, they don't have any shooting, but just looking at these top three guys, you're like all of legit these, shooters. Well, you're also like all legit all shooters. All of these guys should maybe be getting more shots. Well, so therein lies the issue But like, yeah, there's a very large glaring <laughs> issue with their personnel. <laughs> and like we're not going to talk about
1: lineups with them because there's no. been too oh, much they're all flux, and and Malik Monk has been, you know, kind of in and out. Um, so we can't talk about lineups with that, but I do think you bring up a valid point that like the Lakers do have more spacing than we give them credit for. I think it's just been an issue of getting guys together on the floor at the an same time. An issue of who's running that off. And his running that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Played a garbage. And there,
1: then man. we're looking at the Kings' best individual shooters. This is once again post trade deadline guys <laughs> who are say, still on the damn. team. Yeah. Uh, you got Harrison Barnes. He's taking just under five three point attempts per game, knocking him down at a forty one percent clip. Justin Holiday, and this one for the Kings is, this is it, shocking. Is, is impressive. He's taking about seven three point attempts per game right now, hitting him at a thirty eight percent clip. Uh, Jeremy Lamb is taking about eight three-point attempts per game, also hitting them at a 38% clip. Just the volume and efficiency of of Holiday and Lamb is just kind of like, wow. They, I mean, like they still got some shooting. You know, they lost yeah. Halliburton, a guy who can like do it off the dribble and do a Buddy Heald. yeah, and and will <laughs> obviously known shooter. Um, so they also don't have team like a team lineups just because raise of, the roof
0: trade bros just because <laughs>
1: of how much went down at the trade deadline like we we don't have these guys who are kind of in their best individual shooters in different lineups sure but Chuck if you were
0: to go one through five real quick cool. right now who do you got this might shock you I'm gonna put I'm putting the Suns first. Um, it's just spread out very evenly. Even if you go after these top three guys, you mentioned they have shooters, you know, like campaign can light it up. He can get streaky. Things can get crazy with that bench. I'm putting, I'm putting the Clippers at two. Okay. Wing stop basically is why I'm putting it there in Luke Kennard. He's the best shooter in the league. I'm putting the Warriors at three strictly because I think they rely on it too much.
1: Okay. All right, old man. Yeah. All I'll right. Take get out of here. And
0: then I'm gonna put Kings at four and the Lakers at five. Um, Kings at four. I like that they maintain some shooting. That's kind of nice. And the Lakers at five because they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> oh man, that is <laughs> legit. Uh, that is super legit. They just uh, don't, dude. Like it's insane.
1: I'm like, going. I'm going Clippers at one, bolstered obviously. Okay. I mean, by, I'm not bad at that. Bolstered obviously
0: by the best shooter in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh. When Isaiah Hartenstein's out of that three to his, <laughs> so Isaiah Hartenstein is either hitting a fan in the face with an air ball or hitting the bottom of the net only with his threes. Like it is insane the variance between make and miss for Hartenstein. <laughs> That's why he should not be taking them. But we he did doesn't act- have
1: close misses. We did run a play for him to get a three in in this game And Rockets, I think he hit, which means one Tyler is in full
0: f around. Like, I think he's mode. I think he's doing it to charge Zua. <laughs> Because Zo's always like, I want to shoot more. And the running joke is like, you cannot shoot. More. Yeah. All right, so you're going Clippers 1, which makes total sense. Going Clippers 1. I'm
1: going to go Warriors 2 just because, man, 12.3 attempts a game for Seth is nuts. Sure, It's too many.
0: It's not, is the thing. You think you should be taking 15. The thing is, it's not. I think every team wishes he would take 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go Clippers, Warriors,
1: Suns. I'm gonna go Lakers, Kings, and Kings. Like I said, really, Kings. I like, I like, I like Justin Holiday. I like Jeremy Lamb. It's the
0: story of the Kings. You like the idea of it.
1: I just TVD on it all being put together, and not that the <laughs> Lakers necessarily are gonna put it together any better. But I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt.
0: That's that's, that's legit ranking. I think I'm gonna change my yeah Clippers number one, no question. We Clippers are
1: number one. We all
0: know that. Um, coming up, we'll be talking shavings, playing a love, married quarantine, but first will, if I wanted to maybe get built with some kind of bar, how could I do that? Oh, you got to do built bar,
1: buddy. Look, we talk about built bar all the time on this podcast. Uh, but did you know that built bar has so many delicious flavors? There's truly something for everyone. It's cool. When you talk to a built bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites if you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They got coconut, cherry, Barsia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream, and German chocolate. Ooh, wow. yummy. Wow, a lot of flavors. Uh, you know what my favorite flavor is? Is it raspberry? I can never decide. So if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Look, I keep going on about the flavors, but not only are Bilt Bar flavors the best tasting, they're healthy too. Check out these macros. Each bar has 17 to 18 gram protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams sugar and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Whoa. Pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, and right now we have a very special offer for our listeners. If you go to Built.com and use promo code On, you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for
0: 15% off at Built.com. Okay, welcome to Shavings, where we talk about truly just a whole bunch of different stuff uh, when it comes to the Clippers. I want to bring something up that is of concern. We talked about seat licenses a couple, oh, was that seven weeks ago? I don't know, whatever it was. Um, we saw some people on Clippers Twitter who are like known Clippers Twitter people, um, and apparently the Clippers store, which is like shop.clippers.whatever.com, is having to give out refunds because they just don't have jerseys that people order. And we're talking a a timeline where like this person specifically, I'm not going to say who it is, um, posted that like, oh, they ordered uh, someone in their family a jersey and then they were told it was delayed. And this was in like November. Um, And then they were just sent an email on, you know, February 16th, 17th, whatever of the next year that they were just getting a refund because it wasn't coming. Theranos Clips. (laughs) (laughs) This is a $3 billion franchise. So is Theranos. (laughs) Half the jerseys. Yeah. What is the disconnect here? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's absurd. This is like, I don't know if like... I don't want to say laughable because it mostly just bums me out. Because one oh of them it,
1: no, I it, like it's not laughable because it is just legitimately so disappointing for all the people who put money into that and you know probably tried to get a a great kid gift. who wanted that jersey, yeah, a great gift for a loved one or a friend. We've or, all or, given or even the just gift. yourself, and that is uh, so sucks. incredibly disappointing. And honestly, like just it's inexcusable, in, it, I'm gonna be absolutely honest. <laughs> like, inexcusable,
0: absolutely inexcusable. Have you ever got someone a gift? And said it's not here yet, but it's gonna be here. That feeling sucks. Well, it's and said, then imagine it that sucks, gift. but then the hype I feel like kind of builds up because you're like, oh man, I, I didn't get it at the time, but like I'm I'm
1: still kind of waiting on this thing. Like I'm excited about that. And then
0: smash cut to that gift never getting there. Gotcha 141 bucks cash. I actually got 141 back. You want it? you want this cash? <laughs> no, it sucks. Like, figure it out. Like, yeah. I don't know what the issue is, but and, and, like people want. Kawhi, they want pg gear like this is this also sucks too for the players oh, and i know yeah. they might not think about it but like people want this specific uh thing that i'm talking about is a Terrence man jersey yeah Terrence Man having his jersey everywhere is so good yep. for Terrence Mann. And as we've talked about for Lowell, Massachusetts as a whole, like, and it, well, figure it, just, it out. And just the Clippers, man. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> yes. like, you want to be accessible. Like, you want
1: to carve out a larger niche in, like, in the L.A. market. Be able
0: to give people jerseys. How about be able to deliver jerseys that people have paid their hard-earned money yes. for? Yes. Figure it out, team. Um, wow, I'm fired up right now. Um... Moving on. Uh, we So we told everybody, I think it was last episode. Yeah. That you should have got your bets in on Luke Kennard, He's plus 800 at the time. Plus 800 to win the NBA three-point contest, which if you don't know, that means if you bet $100, you would win $800. It's a fantastic return. He has now moved to the favorite on bet online at plus 400. The line has moved so much in like, 36 hours or whatever. I just hope people can get their bet in. Everyone is still a plus. So he's the favorite, but he's at like plus 400 or something like that. Get those bets in. Yeah. Bet on our guy. We should each put 75 bucks in. I'm going to put, look, I'm supposed to be moving by the end of this month. I'm putting the whole deposit that I have saved up on Luke Canard.
1: Uh, You know what? You couldn't spend money on a smart. Everyone
0: is telling me it's a good idea. Also, do we think he comes out in his high school jersey? He should, I think.
1: Uh, It's retired, so he can't.
0: Wait, even the guy whose jersey Sorry, it is retired—it's he, he retired. You can't wear it. Well, I will say this: Ohio is crazy enough about Luke Kennard that if someone was wearing that and playing basketball, they would arrest you. <laughs> they would say, "This is unlawful. This is unlawful assembly." That's retired. Get, get out of here. Sorry, get out of here. Remember, so there, there's only like two people we've actually blocked on Locked On Clips. Uh huh. One of them is the guy who thinks Isaiah Hartenstein is, you know, going to be Wilt or whatever, um, and one of them is a guy who's from Ohio, who would get mad when we would do the Luke Kennard progress report and there'd be nothing to report. We would just joke about what Luke Kennard was doing. And he would just be so mad about it. And it was like, go eat, go eat some spaghetti with some chili or something. Like, just chill out. Like, it's just a joke. Yeah. Um, either way, Luke Kennard is going to crush. Put all your money that you have on him. Will, what do we got from this Love Mary quarantine to get into this All-Star Weekend? All right.
1: So we're talking All-Star Weekend events. We know a Clipper could win. Uh, Chuck, what's on the board?
0: So we have the Ty Lu couldn't give a damn contest. <laughs> His give a damn is historically busted. It's been busted. Uh, Ty Lu couldn't give a damn if the Clippers are shorthanded or if the front office wants to give time to the youth. He just wants to win. He also showed up to the postgame presser versus Houston with a Louis Vuitton backpack and said he was taking five questions before he was just <laughs> leaving, <laughs> which is tight. Then we have the Brandon Boston Jr. would win the most obvious you should have passed contest. Yeah. I think we see that. This was four defenders versus five guys on offense. You all know what's coming. (laughs) And then we have Robert Covington winning the social deflections per 36, (laughs) which is you take the best defenders. And give them 36 minutes at a local bar, and they try and get out of as many awkward social situations as they can. All right, I'm marrying this. <laughs> so, I'm marrying this immediately. I'm marrying this because I picture Robert Cummington palming someone's I, face. I, I think and he just put like a hand up in a conversation. From, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just like getting away from it. So which one are you loving? Which one are you quarantining?
1: Uh, so I am... I'm loving Tyloo. Uh, couldn't give a damn contest. It's busted. Uh, yeah busted it's busted it's busted uh no it's it's great i love it i'm quarantining brandon boston jr and most obvious you should have passed look the kid doesn't <laughs> need to be held up
0: to that love, love embarrassment all right <laughs> first confidence
1: first confidence
0: okay that's fair um i mean i think i'm the same as you i think Lu just not giving a damn that's a good time we one of our better ideas that we've had on the show the thing is is because like Lu, <laughs> he gives a damn So much on the court. But it's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The not give a damn is real. He's not pretending to not give a damn. Yeah. It's busted. Yes. It's just busted. I also was thinking, so Tyloo seems to complain that everyone who can shoot just doesn't shoot enough. (laughs) Yes. Who doesn't want to be on this Clippers team if you're a shooter? (laughs) No, I'm Marion Tyloo. More shots. One of our, one of the better ideas we've had, and we've had three good ideas on this show. One of them being Ty Lue just having a Huell style show where he just goes around and travels around interesting areas in California. One of our better ideas. And I'm going to quarantine the Brandon Boston Jr. one. I do think he would win this contest. Yeah. I'm not saying it like that. He should just enjoy the weekend. He should just he enjoy the He doesn't got to get
1: shamed. Also on the Covington thing. <laughs> uh, my partner and, and, and her friend uh, once could not shake. A man at a bar. Sure, it led to her friend physically kicking the man in the bar. <laughs> it has to happen sometimes. several times, not in like a
0: violent or a scary way, but just being like, "Get the hell, get out, the of the here. hell out of here! Get yeah. out the hell out of here!" I think Covington. If Covington's kicking someone in the ass in a club, they're going through the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going through the window. Um, all right, we should probably get out of here.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's, we gotta get let's let's out of
0: here. Uh, one more time, we gotta give a shout out to Chenny John. Yeah, out the Tom. great time. Hope you guys a shout good out, out Seth Curry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout out Steph and <laughs> <Seth>. <laughs> shout out Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah, shout out Jordan Peele. Uh, Monday's episode, we're gonna be talking the Freshies. We're gonna be talking the Luke Kennard progress report. We might be. Uh, we're gonna be watching. You know, Luke Kennard win the three point contest. Terrence man Vorp watch. Of course, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland Cannot wait to talk about Luke Kennard just wearing that crown in Cleveland. Um, Will, if someone wanted to review us for you know, such a fun episode like this one? Where could they do that? Uh,
1: so you could review us over on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app on your mobile device. You also review us over on Spotify. Look, we're we're trying to get those numbers up. They've just kind of added this review feature within the last few months. Uh, it would really help the show out. You can listen to us on either of those platforms. You can also listen to us on Deezer. You can listen to us on Amazon Music. You we're also to us on
0: Google Podcasts. I think we're on the Gingham Group's podcast. Playlist. We're definitely on the Gingham Group. We also podcast need to push playlists. the Gingham Group as that nickname because that's a good
1: nickname. <laughs> it's a good nickname. <laughs>
0: uh, we mentioned up top, but we do come Monday through
1: Friday, seven a.m. Pacific. Tune in to see how candidly Luke Kennard won the three-point competition. He just might make every single damn shot. I have been positive,
0: Chuck Mockler. and I am William the Opinion Updike, and as always, we appreciate you.